is that my bestie in a tessie? Fresh blowout, skin on town, oh she ready Bitch, you look good with a T at the end I'm a hyper every time, not my motherfucking friend Welcome to another episode of Adulting with Wine. So it's the Black History Month, and as you know, I'm on a mission to feature eight Black businesses. For this feature, it's a little bit different. Um, I decided to feature a Black artist slash illustrator on the podcast, just because I think her artwork is something so important to the, the Black history or Black movement, so to speak. Um, so I am featuring today Halima of Art Piece on Instagram. Halima, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. First of all, did I say your name right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't ask you that prior. <laughs> you did. You did. You said it right. <laughs> I make sure. I was like, wait, hold up. I didn't ask her that. Um, yeah. But how are you? How, how are you doing amidst the pandemic? and everything yeah um I'm doing pretty good I honestly I was one of those people where in the beginning of the pandemic I was freaking out like oh my goodness I can't do anything I can't move how I want to um but now I'm so appreciative of it because literally my little baby art piece bloomed in the pandemic so I wasn't really focusing much on it prior to the pandemic happening just because of life and work and just hustling and bustling every single day but the pandemic happened and I was sitting down and I was like I don't want to work a nine to five for the rest of my life. So let me figure something out. Um, and that's how art piece kind of blossomed. And I started posting more content and creating more content for that. So really, so were you working as like through the pandemic along with doing art piece or was it something like yeah. you were like, okay, cause I know like a lot of people like kind of lost their job and they were kind of like, well, mm-hmm. fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I've been working the whole time. I still am working. So that's something like a lot of people don't know about my business. Like I have this page and I'm like focused on creating content and I want to do different commission pieces and partner better, do interviews like these. Um, but I also have a nine to five. So I have a nine to five job. Um, I'm a social media specialist. Uh, so I actually like, but I'm working from home. So that's the blessing. So I'm working from home. So I'm able to kind of manage both um, on my plate. But it definitely has been, it's been a little bit challenging. I don't get much sleep, but I feel like, you know, this is what you got to do, like do what I have to do to kind of grind it out and get to where I want to be. So yeah, I feel part like of the process. having a, um, a nine to five and a five to nine, I can relate to that. But now that you say that you're a social media specialist, I'm like, you always have content on deck. Like <laughs> I struggle with the most with being, um, working on this podcast is like, having like pushing out content because it's not something I do in my day to day. But that makes so much more sense that you say like you're a social media specialist because now like you create content for a living, I'm assuming. The the crazy thing is though, like it's, I don't even have content on deck. Like I wish I had content on deck. (laughs) I create content as I go right now. So that's, that's where my like pitfall is right now. And I'm trying to figure out ways to get ahead of that. Sometimes I can on weekends, like when I'm not working, I can get ahead and like create a few pieces and like have it in the queue. But otherwise, like I just create content on the go because I'm like, I literally don't have time to stop and like build up a full content calendar because I started while I was working. I didn't really have a time off or a break to literally focus only on art piece and build up all this quick content. And I think um, some digital illustrators may also relate, but I know like my style of art, it's so detailed. So it's not like the quick 
30 minute art that a lot of uh, like users may experience or some other artists may have. Like my art sometimes takes like, depending on the piece can take like one to two hours, like sometimes even longer, like depending on how intricate the piece is, depending on how detailed I go. Um, so for me, that's, that's definitely taking some time to sit aside and do that. And it's like, you can only create but so many pieces without like, gotta stop and eat and like take care of yourself in between there. <laughs> Care, self-care um yeah. one to two hours seems like pretty fast like yeah because um by I don't want to say by trade but like um in college like I studied mostly communications but my degrees in television and radio so I learned a lot of like video editing and back end stuff and then when I got my first job which is like as a video editor I started to have to also well I wanted to learn like graphic design because like one of the people in my job yeah. was like, into it but like mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you, like, we started out, I was like, listen, this one thing took me all day. <laughs> you say, like, her pieces are very, very detailed. And for you to be like, that took me two hours. I'm like, what? Are you kidding? Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. And I've gotten faster too. When I first started out, um, when I first started producing a bunch of content, it definitely took me, I'm trying to think. On average, it would take me like two, maybe three hours on a piece on average. And the details still weren't, it still wasn't even super detailed, but it was trying to like kind of getting the feel. The more I did it and the more I do work at it, the faster I get. I'm hoping to one day get to where like I can create them in like 30 minutes. So the, the day I get there, it's up. It's just like, it's, it's up. So I challenge myself. <laughs> Like if I can get, okay. <laughs> yeah, if I can get down to 30 minutes for a piece, like I can maximize like commission pieces and other projects and one-off projects um, and really have time for everything. Because that's something, a question I get a lot. A lot of people are like, oh, like your commissions are still closed. And I'm like, yeah, because like I have a nine to five and then like I have to create content and then I have to ship and package orders. And then like I'm doing this all by myself. So <laughs> literally all by myself. Um, so I have to kind of make time because then it's like, yeah, then I got to make time for myself too in between there and like still try to have some sense of like life um, so that I don't lose my mind and like lose the passion. So I really want to try to balance that all out. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely important. So like you don't feel like you begin to hate the something that you started to love because like exactly. now it's like all you do and it's kind of like you're just doing it for a paycheck rather than like focusing on like the passion behind it. Because I feel like a lot of people like they start out really great and then they start making money and then they yeah. kind of like their quality kind of declines because it's like they're focused on like the income rather than like... Mm -hmm the quality behind what they produce. So I think that's very yeah. important that you're like, okay, slow down, like no commissions right now, yeah. but like you don't get these fire pieces and you can buy them. Yes. You can buy a print. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> buy a print. That's, that's always my thing. I'm like, you can buy a print. And I think sometimes even I get, I get questions a lot. Like I'll post art and people are like, oh, like, is this available right now? Like, I'm like, no, not yet. Cause it's, it's a whole process. Like I create this piece, but then I have to add the listing to the site. Like I like to have like all my, art and like stock photos so that you can kind of visualize what it looks like in your space so that takes time to even build that listing out add all the details like that's a whole nother process that's mm -hmm. added on to it so even adding pieces I think I had to set aside like two hours last night to add like eight pieces to my site like that's how long it took me to like wow. add the pieces to the site add all the details um so it's definitely everything takes time 
Um, and then there's also the layer that like, I feel like most people don't know with artists. Um, and I'm super transparent about my work and uh, I just kind of like the process of it because I really do want to help other artists. I think when I was starting out, I didn't like I would ask people questions and they just wouldn't respond like not necessarily I don't think because they were ignoring me just like they're busy they get tons of DMs I know because the same thing happens to me um, but I really do make it a point to respond to people in my DMs like I'm everyone will say that like I respond to everybody I really do I really try to respond to everybody even if it's a week late sorry but I really try to respond to you um, but to be transparent with the process it's like as an artist you know your work has to be copyrighted or someone else can literally take the art that you created um, and sell it if it's not copyrighted. So it was like, I like to make sure like all that proper paperwork is done before I even post it to site or post it to sell. Like in order to sell product, you have to have that word copyrighted. So it's like a bunch of things that goes into it that I feel like people don't even know. They just see the art and like, when is this going to be up? And it's like, <laughs> like, like I have to work through the process. <laughs> so you mentioned like um, getting work copyrighted. So what is like that process like? Because I feel like for a lot of artists, they don't, talk about that process and that's not something mm -hmm. that's mentioned. I feel like in yeah. a lot of black businesses, the legal aspect of it is never like really transparent and like upfront. Mm -hmm. So what is that process like? Like what do you have to do every time you create a piece? Yeah. So every time um I create a piece essentially you would go to the the copyright website and you can either publish a group of unpublished works or you can publish each individual work. So like, I think a group of unpublished works is like $83 for 10 works, or you can do like an individual work, I think, which is like 60 something dollars, um, which is like, if the, if the piece isn't unpublished, um, and then you would go ahead. So you think about it for each piece, like other than if it's a group and you do it kind of before you're publishing it or selling the item that you're able to do the group. But if not, if you've already put it out there, if you're already selling it, then, it becomes a thing where this is now a published work. So then you're paying about like $60 or $70 a piece to have that copyrighted protected. But it's really, really worth it just because someone can't essentially take um, your artwork that you created. And even if that's based off of a reference photo that you saw or anything, like that's still something you spent your time and energy creating um, and revising or creating it from your artistic perspective. So at that point, it's like you want to be able to protect those things um, the one, the one few works that, and people will notice, like all, everything that I create or illustrate isn't on my site for sale. Um, because a lot of these things there, there sometimes comes a thing like these are photographer photos. So sometimes like I take a photographer's photo and I illustrate that, but that's their intellectual property that more than likely they have those photos copyrighted. So I wouldn't then illustrate it, then copyright it myself and then try to make profits off of something. I would rather drive those sales back to that photographer or back to that creator so that they can get the sales for those prints or whatever else the case may be. So those are typically the only photos, like sometimes everything's not listed on the site um, or sometimes like I'll illustrate a, a photo of someone and I'll tag them and they're like, hey, like, I don't want you using my image. Like, I don't want you selling my image. Like, I this is my image. Like, I don't want you making profit from like a picture that I took. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, that's fine. Like, no worries. Um, so I have, I did have something like that happen to me recently. Um, and it was fine. Like, it just was like, you know, it is what it is. I feel like personally, like, I always look at it from my perspective. I'm like, if I take a photo and somebody illustrates that and they want to make money off of that, do you boo? Like, yes, like, go ahead. I'm all for it. Make that money, honey. Like, yes, and you got, and I'm gonna buy one too. I don't even want one for free. I'm gonna buy it from you. Especially like, especially a black business. Like, I'm gonna buy it from you. Do you boo? Like, I love this. Um, but there are some people out there that I, unfortunately, I feel like even as 
your numbers rise, your followers rise. They see like more people supporting you. They're like, oh, like, you're trying to make money off of me. Like, well, how can, can you give me money? Or like, can you just not use it? And I'm like, I just want to use it. I don't, I don't want, I don't want, I don't, I don't need to use it that bad. I'll create some new content, you know, like I'll replicate the picture for me <laughs> and illustrate it at that point. So, yeah. So I feel like that's something that also happened to me. And my following is a lot smaller than yours. And at the time yeah. that I was creating, like at the time that this happened to me, like my following was a lot smaller than it was now. Like I was probably just starting out the, the Instagram that I have for this podcast and everything. And I had a re it wasn't like I illustrate or anything. So I reposted this photo of like a black fitness person. And I posted this photo and it was kind of like inspiration type of thing. But in the post I had mentioned like, oh, I, I was personally doing like a certain program and I guess it wasn't her program. And, but the program that I was talking about was free. So not like I was yes. selling anything or anything yeah. like that, but I was saying, I'm personally doing this. What are you guys doing for like motivation, blah, 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 for whatever. Do you know this girl, the enemy, it was like, take down, can you take down the photo? I don't want it being associated with selling something else. I was like, one, the program's free. I was like, two, <laughs> I only have like right. followers. Like, right. <laughs> what you? I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I was like, and she had like, over 50,000 followers and I was like girl yeah. like and, and can I tag you so if they really yes. were, like concerned yes. about that I was selling something I wasn't then they could have just went directly to your page and it was like yes. so weird to me but I realized like people are very funny about like like their pictures and whatever and making money they, I personally and, everybody should just be making money together like why be divide and the crazy thing is I wasn't selling anything <laughs> right I, I never understood that, like when, like in, in those very rare instances, because I will say they're very rare. I have plenty of people that I illustrate their photos and they're like, oh my God, tell me when this stuff on the site, like I will, would love to support. And I love those people because I'm like, that's how I am. Like, I'm not opportunistic. I don't want any, I don't want to take anything away from you. You came, you did this art, like you did this artwork based off of my photo. Like I honestly would feel honored. Like you thought this, like you wanted to create something for yourself. And then I think even now with me, and the way I'm growing, it's like, ultimately, like, a lot of these people, I'm giving them exposure too. like, I'm literally tagging your page, I'm giving you exposure on my platform, I want to drive people to purchase your product, I want to drive people to go to your page and support your content as well. Like, it's all an even exchange for me. And like, while if you're saying like, Oh, well, like, you're making money off the prints. And I think sometimes that's something too. people get misconstrued with artists, like you're making all this money. And I'm like, I do make some, of course I make profit off of what I, off of what I sell. Of course I make a profit, but it's really not like, oh my God, so much, like you're making so much money, you know, in terms of like each individual piece I sell, because there's a bunch of stuff that goes into that. I have to like purchase the materials to pack that stuff up. And if, you know, when people actually do purchase stuff from me, you'll like, you actually can see the quality and the time I put into packaging stuff up, the materials I use, like it's a whole process, but I want to make it that special for the for the customer not to mention my site is free shipping for everything like except for orders outside of the u.s i charge shipping for it because it can get really pricey to ship international but otherwise like i don't charge anyone shipping i'm i i cover all that costs like i cover all that costs to give you free shipping to give you a print to give you an experience so like when you open your art you're like oh my gosh like this is amazing i really love this piece of artwork so i bring that to to people and i don't know it's like it's I feel better about like, even it's not even less about making money. Like I started a business to make money. Sure. But it's really just like, 
art is an outlet of expression for me um, after a long day, after a stressful week, whatever. So now I can do this daily and then I can share my work with other people who appreciate it and have it in their homes, hanging up, decorate their space. I love interior design. So I think it's more of that for me than just like, ooh, making money. Making money is cool. But it's like, you always have to have like a greater purpose, right? And then of course, my ultimate purpose is to celebrate us, Black people. You know, <laughs> protest with my art, celebrate Black people with my art, whatever I can do. So I think that's that's like the ultimate goal. It's really not about like 100% about like, ooh, making money. Yeah, I think that's very important. And I like how you like are very transparent about like all the costs that go into your business because a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people will say that black businesses, you know, they're so expensive to support and all this other stuff, but they don't understand like, yes, it's cheap to go to Target and purchase whatever you want, but Target is a big ass conglomerate with a bunch of investors. But when you're supporting a black business, you're supporting that one person. If they were to sell all their pieces for $10 and then also incorporate all the costs, what are they going to (laughs) eat? Exactly. That's how it, that's how it is. These larger companies, they can afford to be cheaper because they have huge ass warehouses they have like, they. I can't even really keep that much inventory on hand. So a lot of my orders are like print on demand orders where like I'm printing on demand. I have to wait for my printer, my local printer to provide me with the prints. And then I'm shipping them out to customers because I have an apartment. Like I can't like literally be storing, like I got shipping tubes in here, hidden, everything's hidden. Cause I don't like stuff to just be out. It drives me crazy. But there's like shipping tubes hitting, shipping envelopes, you know, chipboard is like literally stickers all types of stuff hidden around the house um, because that's how I keep all my stuff. So then to add on to it, it's like to, I can't even imagine having inventory like in this space. Like I don't, like, I couldn't imagine it. So I feel like small businesses, like we're running at a way lesser capacity. So even for us to get prints or to get different things, supplies, we have to pay a larger amount for it because we're not buying it in bulk. <laughs> like yeah. we don't have that buy and bulk capacity right now so yeah that's that's a very good point to make um but taking it back a little bit like let me put me on like when you started like illustrating or creating mm-hmm. art in general like was that something that you've always done or was this something that you could yeah. later on in life yeah so I've always been artistic I would say like I always doodle and all types of things growing up um but then I took a break from art like I was in college and I was doing my own thing working trying to graduate like then I graduated college and like just focused on like working, 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 building my career. Cause I was like, ooh, I want to be in marketing, um, really want to be a successful businesswoman. So that was my goal, right? So I set aside everything creative. Not to mention growing up, you know, my mom always knew I was creative. Uh, but I feel like the like I feel like sometimes, which happens a lot unintentionally, like I'm pretty sure like she means nothing by it. But I feel like a lot of times it's like, ooh, be successful, like work for a company make money, get good benefits, that's prioritized over like, focus on your creative capacity ability. So I kind of dropped that off a little bit. And then I picked it back up in 2018. Um, So I picked it back up by I started painting, like I literally just went got a canvas, got some paint. I was like, Ooh, this is kind of good. Like, I like this. Like, so I started painting and figuring all of that out. Um, And it it looked good. So for a while, like I was, I was painting, I was creating these like unique canvases and just like painting a bunch of stuff. And then, and that was my way to express. Um, At that time, I was like working a really, really stressful job. So that was my way to just get that expression out. But then at at a point, I stopped 
that too. So maybe in like 2019, I stopped that too. I got bored with it or not bored with it. I just was like, it takes too much. Like I was like, and I like to complete things. So the fact that I was like doing pieces and I felt like I wasn't completing them fast enough, it was kind of, it was discouraging for me. So I still like to paint sometimes in my free time, not so much. Um, but so after I started painting, I was like, okay, like let's figure out what's the way I could be creative, but maybe it doesn't take that much effort. Maybe it doesn't take that much, you know, it's just easy. It comes easy. And so I got an iPad for like one of my birthdays and I was like, okay, cool. And even I got it, I still wasn't doing any art. Like I still had this thing and I just was like, mm, I had Procreate downloaded. I play around with it sometimes. Like I'm still not doing any art on there yet. Um, but like I said, it didn't happen until quarantine where I would say beginning of, not beginning of quarantine, but in quarantine, I want to say I started posting more frequently or started creating more digital pieces, I would say in like June, July, mm -hmm. um, July. So when I went back and looked just the other day, just doing a recap, because I did hit that 10K mark, I went back and looked and I have a screenshot of my phone from um, August and I had 222 followers in August. Um, and 20 or 2019? 2020. Wow. I had 222 followers. So I was like, took that screenshot. I think I had people started following me more, but I would get like a follow a day. And I was like ecstatic about that follow a day. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is so awesome. I'm growing at such an amazing rate. Like this is amazing. And then what really kicked it off, and I would say, like, I'm so grateful for this company, uh, Refinery29, Unbothered. They are amazing. I, I'm so grateful for them and the fact that they decided to reshare my content. I, uh, content I did a the fresh set um, artwork that I have. They reshared that on their page. I want to say back in like August or September, it blew up. I got I think off of that post. I think I got maybe like 400 followers off of that post alone, um, off of them resharing that content. So after that, it just kind of just was like it just kept going. It was slowed down some days, but it really just kept rolling. After that, I kept the follows kept coming in. I kept creating. I just felt more inspired then to create content because I was like, ooh, like pages are sharing. Like, gotta create more. Like, I just it just was a a constant flow thing. So now we're here, and then I launched my site um, in November of 2020. Um, which is amazing. And that, that's still, I can't, still can't believe I did it. Still can't believe like it's as successful as it is. Um, but then like, I guess we're here now in, we're, we're in February. Okay. We're in February. And like, I just hit that 10 K mark. Um, and it's just crazy. Like, I can't believe it that within literally a matter of month, less than a year, I was able to gain that many followers just by posting consistently one that's super huge for for brands they always ask me or small business owners are asking me like what what do you do and i'm like people always say post consistently no that's really a thing like if i don't if i skip a day of posting i will see it i will see the drop in my followers which is fine like because i'm going to definitely skip some days here <laughs> please no i'm going to skip some days um but you definitely kind of see the drop in like engagement on your page so posting consistently every day tagging pages that will repost that content and reshare that content and switch it up. Like don't tag the same pages. Cause like you may post something that's relevant to one brand, but not the other. So I always make sure to tag pages that reshare art. I go to their pages, see if they reshare art. If they do for sure, I'm tagging them um, in that post on that post, tagging the people that you create art from, of course, to provide that credit back to them. And then they can share on their platforms. Um, and then using hashtags, like relevant hashtags. I don't know how effective hashtags are. I think they are super effective, but I don't know for me, like, how effective they have been. I think 
sometimes people discover my art through hashtag clicks, but a lot of times it's from my followers finding the content or other people finding the content, sharing it to their stories, and then their followers seeing it like, oh, that's cool. I think that's how a lot of times um, followers find my content. So like I said, it, it wasn't always a thing that I put 100% effort into. So I guess you could say I started creating back in 2018 physical like paint acrylic that I did. And then I went to digital. Um, I would say I started digital in 2020. Um, so in like August of 2020, I started doing digital because of quarantine and I was bored and I was like, let me figure out another way to make some money. Um, <laughs> and that, and that just really happened to take off for me. So like I said, quarantine was a blessing in disguise for me. Um, I know a lot of people had some really hard times and, I, and even I did, I experienced the not so great side of quarantine as well. Um, but it definitely had some blessings there too. Yeah, um, that's great that you're able to like break through that. And it's funny that you mentioned like starting where you started because like I feel like I always have like this love hate relationship with social media in terms of the <laughs> podcast. Like if if truly I could have this podcast and not do social media, I would probably do that because like honestly, it's like such a ball buster. Sorry mm-hmm. to say it like that, but it truly is because it's like you look at your following, you're like what am I really even doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why am I doing this? <laughs> Who am I posing this for? Myself? <laughs> <laughs> for the one like, okay, sure, whatever. But um, truly, like, I would say, like, my platform, even though, like, I'm kind of, like, in the range where you first started, um, mm-hmm. like, in the 200 range, but it's kind of like, okay, like, I have seen the benefits of like me posting every day, me using the right hashtags and me using social media effectively. But it's kind of like when you put all that work in and you're like, okay, two people follow me today. You're like, oh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh my God. But I understand like, it's all like a working process, but I understand like, yeah. you can't be just doing this for the money, y'all. That's all we're yeah. saying. Like, yeah you you will not last because yeah. a lot of pouring in before you can see results as you see like she said that she got reshared by refinery 29 on bother which by the way i love that page but yeah it takes a lot of pouring in before like one day you never know you get mm-hmm. your and that's something actually that j cole said um i went to his concert the last concert that he has for not this but he don't have a new album out since he whatever the kld <laughs> I went to yeah. the concert for the KOD album and he was one of the things he was saying because basically he had like breaks and he was like preaching I guess and he was just like there's no such thing as zero to 100 what about 17 what about 23 what about 75 whatever like there's no such thing as zero to 100 whoever you see blow up you know either you did not see their grind or yeah. it's not gonna last forever so yeah come on y'all maybe yeah. y'all see today but you could be all 85 six months from now. You literally, you can. And I think another huge thing for my journey, um, I didn't just be like, oh, I want to create art and then like just blew up. That's not what happened, right? I think more, well, that's what it seems like happened, but it's not like beneath the surface. It's really just being intentional. I'm super big on like being intentional with what you want. I'm super big on like meditating. I literally meditate every single day, prayer meditation every single day. And I think for me, that's helped so much just guide my thoughts early in the AM where I'm like, these are the things I want to accomplish for today. These are the things I want to get done. These are the things I want to accomplish just in general, you know, just kind of channeling that thought process um, and directing it more to what I want 
And I always have a bigger picture in my head. I do not like, sometimes I feel like self-doubt tries to wean itself in and come in and, you know, discourage me. But I really try to immediately cancel out all those negative thoughts when they do come into my head. I'm super intentional about that. Like just always like canceling out the negative thoughts with a positive one. Like, ooh, but like this person has like a larger follower than you. Like, ooh, but you know, I'm still that B. Okay. <laughs> I'm still going to get it. <laughs> okay. I'm just a reminder that today you were the baddest bitch on the block. Okay. okay. <laughs> and maybe you're not on their block, but on your block. Okay. On, on, on my block. Okay. On my block. This is, this is where we at with it. Okay. So that's a daily reminder for me. Like, I look in the yeah. mirror and be like, girl, you are just, you're doing a damn thing. Okay. <laughs> and I feel, like, I feel like that's really what has helped me so much. Like, now I'm at a point where I have the confidence of like, I have goals I want to meet. Like I have brands that I are on my list to work with for this year. And I know I'm going to accomplish it this year. There's not a doubt in my mind. Like I know I'm going to accomplish it this year, just the way things are going and just, just my belief in myself and just my belief in like, I can have anything I want. I can have anything I want in this world. Everything is always working out for me. Even when it appears like, dang, that's not how I really wanted that to go. I know that everything is always working out for me. And just me having that sure mindset of that things just work out they just work themselves out they just happen naturally and effortlessly um so i think just really putting that intention to is so important not doubting yourself there's so many other people that will come around and hate on you and doubt on you you don't need to be doubting you like you the, the main person that need to be 100 percent your own cheerleader and rooting you on every single step of the way and really encouraging yourself because you spend the most time with yourself and your thoughts can really change your reality. They have so much power. So I just feel like taking that power and really channeling that is super, super important, okay? Like it's super important. So many things, so many great things happen. And I don't know, like, I think it's also the thing of just being grateful and having gratitude and waking up grateful. Like I wake up every day grateful. I express gratitude for the little small things that happen and for the big things. Like yesterday, I'm sitting here scrolling. It's so funny. Um, I'm scrolling through my my feed and I'm seeing like fi people following me and I'm like oh scrolling so I like scroll and I'm like I see like Alicia Keys and I'm like oh it's probably a fan page like because like Alicia Keys like why would she follow me and then I, I click on the page and I'm like Alicia Keys is following my page like no way I'm like this like this has eight point something million followers she only follows 1500 people and she's following my page I'm like what in the world so I had a whole fangirl moment like I'm freaking out I'm like on the verge of tears like oh my gosh like I'm just so great but the first thing I did I'm just so grateful I'm just so grateful like I want to make that known I'm so grateful I'm so thankful for where I am I'm so thankful for the opportunities I really really appreciate every share like comment like I am so grateful like I can't even express it in any other way like I'm just literally so grateful I am where I am and that you know I'm so grateful for all the good that's to come because I know what's coming so I think it's so important to just live in gratitude and just know that you that bitch okay so that's <laughs> it love that I love that like for sure um I think that's something that's so important too like I started like you know really focusing in on manifesting I think I was doing manifesting before I even realized I was manifesting a lot of things but like actually expressing gratitude for the things that you um are intentional about or even not intentional about because like one of the things that I also struggle with in doing this podcast um to share a little bit but mm -hmm. it's like um 
one of the things I felt like, you know, uncomfortable, I was like, why would I reach out to her page? Like Halima's that has like 10K, like why would she even want to be like a part of the podcast? And it's kind of like you stunt yourself by thinking that people don't want to um, help you or be a part of your project. I mean, the worst thing Halima could have said was no. She could be like, no girl, I don't want to be a part of your podcast, no. But it's kind of like, once you put the attention out there, like I was like, okay, I'm going to do eight black businesses um, for uh, Black History Month. I have never done this before. Um, this is the first time I'm doing this much features or episodes in a month um, for this podcast. But mm-hmm. when I tell you, every single person I reached out to was like, yes, yes, yes. It was like, well, you kind of have to bank on yourself, like who you are, what you present yourself as, the attentions that you set, like people believe in what I'm doing. So they kind of are like, Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do it for sure. Like, absolutely. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's, I feel like it's important for you to know that, like, you, like, you're exactly where you need to be and the right people will align with you. Um, cause I, I, to be transparent with you, I have been reached out by, like, to by a lot of people about doing, like, things like this. And I'm, I'm 100% open. Like, I'm always open. It's just like my time is so limited. And I'm like, ah, like, oh, I really need to be doing this. Like, I'm going to take the time to do this. Like, I really want to be open to more of these opportunities. So to be quite transparent, I've been reached out to by a lot of people. Some people I haven't met up with yet or haven't um, set up a time to do one of, like a sit down like this. You are my first. So that's huge. Like, you're my first. It's like my first time doing this type of format and sitting down having these conversations. And I think when you reached out, and just was like, yeah, like, I was like, oh, I would love, like, I would love because I'm all about su- supporting us. Like, that's the thing. I'm literally all about supporting us in whichever way I can, whether that's me sitting down and helping you grow your platform by doing, having these com- types of conversations, whether that's creating art, of course, on my page, whether that's giving someone tips because they want to start their own business and they're trying to figure out costs, startup costs, what do they need, which I'm giving it all. I'm giving all the tea. I think one of my goals for this year is to really start and, um, focus on my YouTube channel. And I literally want to create content for small business owners, especially artists, because it's so hard to find the information. Like people really try to keep it a secret. I don't understand why. Um, So it's so hard to find the information, but I really want to create a space for creators in general to just share and exchange content and, you know, help each other, build each other up. We need to build each other up. Okay. Like we're out here. There's a lot of businesses out here, but the goal is not to stay a small business forever. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> like, no, don't get wrong. we kind of small well, I ain't even gonna say we small we're all big black owned businesses okay I'm gonna speak that <laughs> I'm gonna speak that right we are all big black owned businesses okay we're all right? okay that's other people's okay. money okay investments okay. we're doing it okay so that's one of the things exactly. that I wanted to um really like focus on in my podcast is just like you know expanding us like as a people because it's just like a lot of us are kind of like stuck in this world of like only what we know. Um, And for myself, I felt stuck because it's just like, okay, like, like for example, on my financial journey is like, my mother is not great with money. My father was better, but is he like rich? No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Finding this knowledge and then um, putting it out and being transparent about what I'm doing so that other people can do that. And, and that's how I aligned with other people. Like even with black businesses, like I have so many goals for this podcast and it's yeah. going to happen. 
this podcast maybe on what it is um a year from now six months from now I definitely believe that but it's kind of like connecting with those people who are aligned and doing the same things like because who I was my my friends two years Mm -hmm. ago are definitely my my friends right now because of all the things that I'm focused on so yeah definitely keep that in mind um when you're starting what you're starting like who are you starting it for who do you want to align with who do you want Mm -hmm. to be friends with yes and that's and who's going to be real enough to be there for you and support you throughout the journey because unfortunately I've experienced that too where sometimes you're out on the up and up you're doing all these great things and even people that have been there for you for forever you just expect them to continue to be there right you're like oh like I'm up now like you're definitely going to continue to be here some people can't handle it some people can't handle that some people can't handle being connected to someone that is like growing at a fast rate depending on where they are in their life some people can some people can really be supportive and like yo I'm so proud of you I want to be here for you like everybody can't be there for you and that's okay because that's that weight that you didn't need um and then you'll like you said you're you're meeting so many people along the way like it won't even matter <laughs> exactly it won't even matter. don't worry about the girl who hit you up that be like Kalima was going to do her goddamn art. She ain't got no time. <laughs> like, girl, I don't got time for you right now. Like, you can't. I tell people right. that. I got other shit to follow me. I'm that bitch, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, I tell people that all the time. My friends know. My good, close friends. I love them. I appreciate them. I'm so grateful for them. The people that really support me and they know, like, she might not respond for three to five business days, but she means well. She still loves me. And you know, I know I can always call her. And I told them that. I said, you send me a text message, you got three to five business days for me to respond. <laughs> I said, but if you call me, most times out of 10, if I'm not working or I'm not doing something like where I can't use my phone, I'll answer. Because I'm like, I always tell people, I can talk on the phone and do art. I can talk on the phone and multitask. Like, I'm perfectly fine with doing that. I can talk on the phone and pack orders. I cannot do all of that while texting you back, though. So I'm not going to probably text you back. Like, I won't be able to engage with you in that way. But if you pick up the phone and call me, I'll answer. And I appreciate the friends who are just understanding of, like, I'm in a busy space right now. And I'll probably continue to be in a busy space. But I, like, I, I am intentional about making time for those friendships when I can. You know, COVID has made that a bit hard this year. Um, but I, I am intentional and I really do appreciate all the support that I do have around me from, you know, people that are in my corner. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I want to kind of like switch gears on the conversation a little bit. Um, cause mm-hmm. we were talking a lot about like really important stuff, but I wanted to get into like yeah. your art a little bit more, um, in the sense of like how you get in- inspiration for, for your pieces. Um, but mm-hmm. one of the things that made me like really attract you to your page was not only like the detail, but like. I feel like there's a lot of stories in all of your pieces and Mm -hmm. it really speaks to the fact that um, being being black is not a monolith thing because I feel like a lot of other, you just gonna go ahead and say white people feel like black people are just a one, a straight up and down thing when there's so many different kinds of black people. Like you don't even Mm -hmm. know, like there's so many different kinds of black people and I feel like me who watches Cos- the Cosby show on a consistent basis <laughs> is a very um also a great um way to experience that as well like there are so many different like cultures within being mm-hmm. a black person and I feel like for example even me like the way my family knows me versus like how I am at work versus like how I am when I'm on the scene completely yeah. different people but I feel like in Halima's like illustrations you could really like get that of whole all my personalities and her pieces yes you to speak on like how you get your inspiration 
Yeah, so I think for me, like, it's always weird when I'm picking out pieces to illustrate, like, whether it's that me finding them on whatever sources, or even when I'm creating some of my unique um, original ones, it really is just based off of how I'm feeling in the moment. So that's, like, so funny. So, I like, even the other day, it was, like, the 10,000. I was, like, well, I feel so excited. I want a piece that really can transfer over how excited I am, like, how happy I am right now. Like, I have to do, like, a woman smiling, or I have to do, like, a woman just, like, so excited. So that was a piece that I chose to do um, to kind of represent that. So, like, some days, like, I did the the um, Alex, uh, Alex L one the other day with a quote. I that day I needed some encouragement, you know, I needed some encouragement. I just felt that I needed some encouragement and just like some encouragement, like, girl, you're doing good. Like love yourself, focus on yourself. So then I like illustrated that quote because I thought it just really, it just really spoke to where I was right then and there. So the art that you're seeing on my page is literally just like, it's like a move word for me, like a daily move word for me into my life. Like, how am I feeling today? Like, Am I feeling like, <laughs> am I feeling like super bitch. happy? Yeah, right. Like, or am I stressed? Okay. Am I like overworked? How am I feeling today? Like, the, and like I'll say all the time, like, yes, the work is meant to celebrate Black people because like you said, I think sometimes like we are viewed as just one dimensional, like there's one type of Black person and whichever way that may be. Some people may look at that in like a negative manner, like, oh, we're loud. And we're like, we're ghetto or we like, I'm like, my thing is we are beautiful. We have the versatility. Our hair shows shows the versatility. We're not afraid to express who we are in whichever way that may be. And like you said, there's so many of us, you know, we don't all look the same. We don't all talk the same. Like there is, we literally are so different. And I really want my work on my page to show that. So the best way I like to put it is that, you know how you follow like these, uh, like I follow a few of them, like Black Love Feed or just like pages that really just show Blackness and it's just like a mood board. It's just like a mood board. That's how I, that's the format that I want my page to take. So it's really just like an artistic mood board. So kind of taking that and meshing it together where like, this is your daily inspo for Blackness, okay? If you're needing a pick-me-up ever and you're like, oh, it's so hard being Black, but like, well, wait, but wait. It's beautiful here though. Like there's love here. There's grace here, you know? There's glow here. There's creation here. Like there's so much innovation here. So I really want to show that on my page. And sometimes I do touch on the touchy topics or topics that cause pain and hurt. Like I'm planning on doing a piece today for Trayvon Martin. Today's his birthday. So like sometimes I I do, yeah, I do like show light on those things, of course, because it's like we have to have those conversations. We have to talk about it and just reflect on like where we were and some of the, you know, bad things that happen unfortunately but I also want to just bring joy because there's so much pain there so has been so much pain so I really want to bring so much joy and just show black people like we are really it like I feel like if everybody I, there's a lot of black people that know we it but I feel like if all black people just knew like we are really it we are really that people like we really are just amazing and just really dive into that confidence like I celebrate uh black and um black people light skin dark skin i like love me a brown skin girl i don't know if people can tell on my page like i'm just like i love celebrating brown skin women like okay like of course like i'm lighter like i have light skin friends sure and i love light skin women too but i'm like those brown skin like i just love brown skin women like look so good like they just are so beautiful to me i have brown skin nieces like and 
I think for me, that was always a thing. I feel like sometimes it's always like perceived as like, oh, the light skin one is prettier than the brown skin one. And I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Like y'all got to get, they both beautiful, but brown skin women like are just so beautiful. They just exude such like presence. And I really just want to celebrate, like I really use my platform to celebrate that because I really want everyone to know like you are it, like you are it. That's it. There is nobody else, you know? Like you are the one. All these other people are twos and threes, but you are the one. <laughs> and I'm not paying number two, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the energy you are giving through this podcast, I swear. Like, yes. Um, like, I'm just, I just really want to pour. I really want to pour into it and just really show us like how beautiful we are. Some days I need a reminder. Some days I need a reminder. Like, like girl, your four C here is cute as fuck. But sometimes I need it because sometimes I'm not feeling it. Like I'm like, eh, like why is it doing it? I wanted to do this and it's not doing it. So sometimes I'm I need to remind it. Like through this whole time we've been on Zoom, I've been scratching my head and it's like, it's not because I'm dirty, but working out, having natural hair is a struggle. Oh my gosh. And I That's feel like I keep protector styles in. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Oh. I cannot. <laughs> So like even just oh me being on Instagram the other day, it was just like, well, you gotta do your hair. Let me relax. <laughs> so that's literally how I felt. I was like, I don't want to wash my hair today. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. No, but I get it. hundred percent. When you're black and you, when you're a black woman, you get your hair popping and it's together. Just even like, yes. like something. Yes. Like, oh, you did that. Like your hair is looking great. Um, and I know yes. it's not that work. Like when I'm doing my my um, Google Meets. Um, for work, they mm-hmm. like, like, I know they just be looking at me like, you just had braids yesterday, like. Yes. <laughs> you have a fro. <laughs> I don't, yes, yes, but yes. okay. If that's what we're doing, that's what we're giving, cool. Yeah. Um, but they don't say anything. So I guess they don't mind that much, but. Exactly. Um, but one of the pieces, the pieces that I love the most from you is like seeing black men with plants. I don't know what yes. it is. But I feel like that's so different. Like, I even said to myself, I was just like, wow, I don't even think I've seen, like, the photos of, like, Black men with plants. Like, do yes. Black men even like plants? I don't know. Like, right. but I like it was such, like, a calming image. And it represented, yeah. like, also, like, mental health for Black men because I felt like that's yes. something that's not really, like, um, talked about. So um, is that something that you wanted to portray or yeah, where did that come from? I think it's more so about, like, it's, it's definitely the mental health piece. I think plants are good for everybody, right? And oddly, I don't know why there's this thing of, like, plants are associated with, like, being feminine, mm-hmm. which is fine, right? So I think for me, it was more so, like, showing Black men in this space of them, even if that is the association, like, they're embracing, everyone has a feminine side, and it's okay to embrace that. It's okay to, okay to embrace that, like, your divine masculine, your divine feminine. We both have both sides. It's okay to embrace those sides and be more in touch with, like, you're taking care of something, right? You're taking care of something. You're nurturing it. You're seeing it grow, like, you're going on that journey with it. I think that's important for Black men, and like you said, I don't see men in general with plants, like especially black men taking care of plants, like having plants in their homes. And like, I'm like, I have tons of them. They're all over. Like I have tons of plant babies, like all over the house. But it's like, you go to a, you go to a man's apartment. They, they ain't got no plants. They got a side table. Okay. (laughs) For a plant to sit on. I feel like it's funny that you said plants are feminine because I feel like I can't take care of a goddamn plant. Like, 
like, I feel like, okay, now that I have fully have my own apartment, like now that I've moved from and like New York to Atlanta, it's something yeah. that I want to kind of like get into more. Right now I have all full plants, which is yeah. okay, but I just want to be able to take care of a plant because I feel like also like if I can't take care of a plant, now how the yeah. hell I'll take care of a child one day? A child. Like, because if a plant, all of a plant really requires is water and sunlight. So if I can't do that, if I can't get that right. Like, That's literally, I think it's, I, I don't know. Like I have a bunch of them and they all require different things. That's the thing. So like not, the easiest plant I always tell people to get is like the, um, the snake plant. The snake plant literally like, it likes being dry. It don't even like being watered that much. Like you may, you can water it. I don't know, once a month and it probably would still is. So I think that's the thing. Like, it's just kind of learning what works best for each one. Some of them like tons of water. Some of them don't like a lot of water. Some of them like the soil to dry out completely before you water it again. Some of them like the, the soil moist. So I think it's just like figuring out like what works for each plant um, and just being adaptable for for that. But yeah, I think with the the Black Men Plant Series, like, I don't know. And I just like, like, Plant daddy, it's just so it's so me to do so my mom. It's just so me. My mom always called me. She's like, "You're so extra." Like you tend to say plant dad. I'm like, no. Like I think plant daddy sounds cuter. <laughs> like I like that better. At least so, your mom understands the concept. I feel like if my mom were to be on my mom, she'd be like, "What are you saying?" Like I don't even think my mom fully grasps what I do for my nine to five, let alone what a podcast is. Like she'd be like. Right. What? Like, what exactly? What's happening? What is a plant daddy? Like, yeah. <laughs> Elaborate on that for me. Um, yeah. So yeah, I love I love that, and I love to see it. Like, I love to see um, black men with plants and taking care of them, and just really embracing it. And I just think, like, even just the greenery, I think it just livens up your space, and it's really like a mental thing for me. Like having plants growing, it's really good. It cleanses the air. Like, there's so many health benefits of plants in general. So I think when I see black men with plants, I see black men that are like conscious of their health and their journey and just like really embracing that side of it. Like there's so many sides to life, but I think having plants is is, is something that everybody should invest in. Even if it's a little snake plant that you, don't, you only order once a month or you only order once, once a month. I feel like that's important. Um, and just, important. I mean, yeah. there are a lot of things. Plant daddies usually probably go to the doctor. I feel like. Yeah, they. Def- I definitely think they need to go to the doctor. <laughs> that's so funny. Like, yeah, I definitely think. I definitely think so. I, I, I don't know. That's just the vibe. I just super like holistic too. Like, I know a lot of guys that I know with plants, or even some of the plant pages that I came across. Right, they're they're into like meditation and yoga and really just taking time for the health and natural remedies and really being intentional about their thoughts. So. I don't know if it's like, I definitely wouldn't want to ever stereotype and say like, oh, like this is associated with this. But that's what I've seen with men who like have plants and embrace that. They typically do like have live that type of lifestyle, which is like really healthy. Um, and really some good, some good things there. So get a plant, get a plant. It makes your life better. That's what we're trying to say. <laughs> You'll attract a different type of woman if you get a plant. It's right. That's true. <laughs> that might be true. <laughs> so um lastly I want to ask like where do you see the future of art piece going? Um what's the future of your brand? I know we said that we're gonna be conglomerates, we're gonna be big out here, yes. but um <laughs> in more detail, where do you see your brand going? 
So I think for me, I definitely see my brand growing, of course. Like I said, this year, I really do see me partnering with some larger brands. Um, like I have done before, like I partnered with Misguided before. They're a UK-based clothing brand. So I partnered with them on some content before. Um, but moving forward, like some of my big um big things like I want to work with like I would love to work with like a Netflix I would love to work with um like Google I would love to, I, I don't know I just want to I have some people on my list or some brands on my list that I'm like I want to work with you I want to create some custom content for what you have going on um and just to celebrate black people I think I think people are starting to get on the the role with that and trying to find creative ways to do it and I think the one of the most creative ways to do it is to you know showcase art um because it's so transparent, it speaks on so many levels um, and makes such a huge statement. So for the brand, again, like working with those larger brands, I think another um, thing that I'm going to tackle this year for sure is focusing on like merch. I want to have some merch um, for for all my followers. So just some art piece merch and some uh, another thing that I'm working on or some graphics. So just trying to figure out how to take my art weight, artwork, maybe make them into some cool graphic tees. Um, like I have some, some ones that I've already started working on. So I'm just trying to like tweak them a little bit, but I really want to create this into this huge brand. Like we talked about before, I want it to be art focused. Yes. But I also want to kind of just grow it into like, even like home, like things for your home. Like I want to create some cool little like glass things and antique things, tape side tables. Like I literally want to do it all, custom rugs. So I'm I'm working through all that stuff, working through putting together those pieces and connections. But I really just want art piece to be like with people at every at every step. Like oh, I follow you, but then I also got some stuff like sitting on my counter from you. I also got some stuff on a wall from you. I also got stuff in my closet from you. Like I wanted to be. <laughs> My curtain everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you designed the thing that like my plant is sitting on the pot that my plant is in. You actually like did something cool with that. So I really want to. That's how I want to grow. Just to be a touch point in everyone's in everyone's home. Like everyone wants something from art piece in their home. Um, and I really want to have something for everybody too. So that's kind of where I see the brand growing. Um, and then just connecting with more people. That's really one of my other goals for this year is to really just connect with more people um, in general, more artists. I really want to connect with more artists and create a sense that community. I think it's important. I think it really is important. I think we all do art um, and we all support each other, but I feel like that can go beyond social media. God forbid social media decides to up and leave one day. You know, we would still have a sense of community and somewhere to build from and not just have to feel like we have to start from ground zero. So I think that's one of my other goals too for this year. Yeah, definitely. And I just want to say to speak on the merch, like, if you come up with Plant Daddy shirts, just put my name on. Okay. <laughs> I'm down. I'll buy it. Plant Daddy, just a shirt that says Plant Daddy, a shirt with one of the pictures that says Plant Daddy, I'm down. Um, right, right. <laughs> get that on my system because it's yes. a good <laughs> Yes, I loved it. <laughs> but thank you so much for being a part of this podcast and sharing your vision for Art Peace. Please follow Halima um, on Instagram at Art Peace. So that's A-R-T-P-C-E on Instagram and also follow the podcast so you can, um, of course, see her feature or listen to her feature um, at Adulting with Wine. Um, and be sure to stay tuned for future features for the rest of Black History Month or Black Business Month. Thanks. Yes. 
that my best friend She a real bad bitch, got her own money She don't need no nigga on the dance floor She had two, three drinks, now she twerking She throw it out and come back in That's my best friend She a real bad bitch, drive her own car She don't need no lift in a strip club Know my girl gon' tip, now she twerking She throw it out and come back